Hey everyone, I hope that you are keeping your strength and hope in yet another time of strict lockdown. This is not an easy time to be living in. And I know in the new year you're supposed to say things like, this is going to be your year of breakthrough. I don't feel though that I can promise that with any kind of certainty right now. The context of life that we find ourselves in is near impossible for us in so many different ways. It's even at the point now where I watch commercials where I see unrelated people like laughing in a restaurant that I find that it actually looks so alien to me. Community and togetherness are actually difficult concepts to process right now. And because of that, it's so easy to fall into panic, to fall into fear, and to give into hopelessness. And there's a clear and present temptation, even for believers, to fall into that because of the, you know, the, the barrage of bad news that continually hits us like crashing waves. I find myself having to you know, really be careful of how much news I consume each day. There is, however, one thing that I am certain of, and it's that in times of uncertainty, staying rooted in the trust of God is actually the only thing that can bring us peace. I had a work colleague who also became a good friend that said something interesting to me once. We were working on a, a proposal, a, a bid for some significant business, and another person on our team was actually working on gathering and organizing a lot of the, the pieces of this bid, and my colleague asked us all, you know, how far are we into the process here? You know, if we were progressing at a good pace and, and wanting to know where we were at, and our team member said, oh yeah, we're, we're on track for the deadline. And we left it at that. Later though, he approached me privately and said, we need to look over that proposal today to see where we're at. And I replied, uh, don't you trust our team? And he said, oh, I, I do trust them. But my father always taught me something. And he said this, he always said to trust, but also verify. And it so happened that there was actually a fairly large portion of our proposal that had not been addressed. And we actually would have been disqualified for the proposal if we had left it admitted. Trust but verify. Some pretty wise words, actually. Today, we're being asked to trust in God. Trust. I know there are many people today asking, uh, can we really trust in God right now? Is the Lord really faithful to us? And to my story, how can we actually verify that trust? Well, I actually believe that we can. Now, I'm not saying that's going to make uh, all of this lockdown so much easier because even the strongest believers can have moments. Just ask any parent right now who's homeschooling their kids. And, you know, I'm praying actually a very special blessing on you right now if that is your situation. But moments can actually just be moments. Moments don't have to turn into days or, or weeks or months. You know, there is actually a choice. We can live in panic or we can live with a steadfast peace found in Christ. You can let worry overshadow you or you can find strength in the light and the promises of God's word. Jeremiah 17 really actually spoke to me this week, and, and I find it really challenges our level of trust. So here it is. It's Jeremiah 17 and 5 through 9. This is what the Lord says. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in the wastelands. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert, in a salt land where no one lives. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence and hope is in Him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in the year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? 
Here's the crux of my message this morning. Anyone who trusts in the Lord is simply believing in Him for absolutely everything. Believing His Word, trusting His promises, and not allowing themselves to be shaken by circumstance, sight, by emotions, or or feelings. And I get it. This is an exceptionally tall order for today. But consider this for a second. It was Jeremiah who wrote these words, and he didn't have it easy either. At the start of his ministry, Jeremiah was warned that absolutely nobody would listen to him, or anything he brought to the table for that matter. And there was a huge divide between Judah, who he was speaking to, and the righteousness of God. Judah had fallen away from their faith in God, and Jeremiah was seriously distressed and he lamented on how far the disbelief had actually divided them from God. Jeremiah also knew how despondent people became when their faith in God fails and falters. And it was in this low point, you know, though, you know, quite similar to what we're actually experiencing right now, that he decided to reignite his own faith by confessing the truth. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. You have to understand that this message did not come from a place of victory for Jeremiah. He was not seeing what he was talking about. It was in his distress that he actually doubled down on the Lord to make this declaration. This is the funny thing about trust. Trusting in the Lord and and hoping in Him requires us to be certain of the existence of things we cannot see. Things that we cannot see yet. It's not the promise that that everything is going to be perfect immediately. It's the promise that when heat and drought comes, you're not only going to survive, but you'll also have fruit to show from it. So why do I think that trust is an important message for today? Well, probably because there is actually so much distrust happening right now. Every statement, every image, all communication that is being expressed right now is being challenged. It's being scrutinized. In fact, if I were to ask you right now, if I were to ask you personally, who in this world do you trust? Would you be able to give me an answer? And you know, I'm not trying to be cynical here, but I think the total lack of trust that the world has right now points to something bigger than us. Maybe I'm overreaching, but have you ever asked yourself who you trust? Do you trust the government? Do you trust the economy? Do you trust your finances? Do you trust trust the market? Capitalism? All right. Do you trust science? The overwhelming fact is this, that the majority of people do not trust anything. Why? Because the verse just said that the heart of man is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? So to put our trust into anything or anyone on this level does potentially set you up to have your trust broken. But also have to trust in something. You have to in order to live life. And here's the kicker. There is one man who is asking for your trust, and that's Jesus. He does not have a heart like ours. He does not have any ulterior motive. He is not looking for profit. He does not want your money, and he is definitely not looking to control you in any way. What does he want? All he wants is your acceptance. That is it. His love for your acceptance. His love for all that you are. Not for what you're going to be, but for who you are right now. Even if you're a hot mess during this time, He sees your beauty and He knows your value. And any decision that we make, we can put it through the filter of trust in Him. Who and what we put our trust in actually says a lot about who you are.
And if you put your trust into the source of all love, then you could be known for someone who is calm. You could be known for someone who is at peace. You could be known for someone who has the capacity to love and someone who is unaffected by the curveballs that life continually throws at you. Jeremiah 17 reminds me that no matter what is happening or, or coming my way, I will not be knocked down. Of course, you'll still face difficulty and you know, you're still going to feel the arrows of doubt and, and disbelief that are always being fired at you. But you will have the love of God that surrounds you and, and protects you. And with each trial that you go through, the trust that you hold in the Lord will change you and it's going to strengthen you. And let me tell you that this moment right now, this is a moment that you were actually destined to live in. You were made for this particular time in history. Imagine that. And it's a time where you can actually test out this trust. Trust in the Lord during this difficult time and you will be able to verify that His love has changed you, that His love has upheld you, that His love has protected you. When everything felt like it was against you, He was there for you. When I think about my life, actually, I, you know, I can't imagine what it would be like to face each day without knowing that I could actually trust in the Lord. Trusting God has got me through some really tough times in my life. But, you know, I can't brag about my level of trust because I know that there are some faithful people that have actually made me feel like I lack trust. You know, I feel like I should have more. Because when some people face, you know, literal impossible situations, they still have the ability to trust and praise God. And that's such a beautiful thing. And, you know, it, it's true that trust is earned. But at some point, some point, you have to let God prove it to you. And you just have to release your heart and release your mind to Him and let Him lead you in your life and always keep Him near you. Because I've, you know, been in the church for pretty much my entire life, I've been blessed to see it and get to know so many people of faith that have come before me, you know, including my parents and my grandparents. And these wonderful people spent their entire lives trusting in the Lord. I've watched them trust in the Lord despite tragedy, uh, despite wars, you know, and pretty much any other form of hardship that you can imagine. And because of that now, I can also verify now not only in my own life, but also in theirs, that the Lord always, He always, always, always keeps His promises without fail. His trust has been earned and proven to me time and time again. Verify what I'm saying to you today. What do you actually have to lose? You actually have nothing to lose at all. It's all to gain. Trust in the Lord and, and see how you become a person who is like a tree planted by the water. You can become someone who bears fruit despite even the desert that we currently find ourselves in. So what are you thinking about right now? Are you thinking about doubt? Are you thinking about fear? Is there unbelief in your life? Trade it all for peace. Philippians 4.8 tells us to fix our thoughts God's peace, which is beyond our understanding, protects our hearts and protects our minds. It's like a, a fortress of protection around you. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and, and in trust, thank Him for all that He has done and what He's still going to do. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything, anything we can even understand. As I pray for you today, I want to invite you to make the decision. And let me be clear that it's actually more than a, a one-time thing. I invite you to make the decision today to continually trust in Him. Trust in Him year by year, month by month, week by week, day by day, and even moment by moment, place your trust in Him. Every morning that your feet touch the ground, make the decision to trust in Him and watch, witness, and verify the outcome in your life. Amen. 
Loving Father, I, I realize more and more the rich blessings that are received when we trust in your word and place our hope in you. Help me to live by faith and not by sight. More and more, I want you to become the focus of my heart and, and joy of my life. Jesus, I know that you are with me. You are with me in the morning. You're with me in the evening. You're with me in the long nights. You're with me in the long days. And despite the solitude, I know that I am not alone. Thank you for knowing me and, and being with me through all my days. Please make your presence known to me right now. Let your peace surround me and let it envelop me as I seek to honor you in my trust. In the mighty name of Jesus, my Lord, I ask this. Amen. God bless you this week. Trust in Him and let His peace overwhelm your life. God bless.